Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Great conversations about what college football could look like this weekend and for the rest of 2020. You'll want to go to foxsportsradio.com and click on podcast to check that out. Speaking of podcasts, George Reister, 
Kirk Cousins of the Minnesota Vikings was on a podcast recently and had a lot to say about COVID-19, wearing masks, and how he and other players in the Minnesota Vikings are dealing with that. We are going to hear from Kirk Cousins in that podcast in just a bit. I do want to tell you, you could get George on Twitter at George Reister. I'm at Dan Byer on Fox. But this was a this was a situation today, George, when Kirk Cousins, the Vikings QB, goes on the podcast on the ringer the 10 questions with kyle brandt podcast of course you can see kyle brandt on good morning football on the nfl network every morning the point being is there were a lot of headlines that came out uh, from what kirk cousins said and you're gonna uh, hear them but i'm not sure if that was the let, let, let me put it this way i think that we learned a good lesson of when things are taken out of context because there were some comments made by Kirk Cousins that can grab headlines, but when you hear the overall conversation, I think it's actually more refreshing than people would want to believe when they read those headlines. Is that fair? Yeah, I don't think that people read the actual stories, that the headline was the story to them. And Kirk Cousins was not being a Karen. <laughs> he just said, like... Albeit I don't agree with his assessment of the coronavirus, I also appreciate the fact that the man is like, all right, look, if if like like Drago, if he dies, he dies, you know, like. Sure. If, but he's saying he still wears a mask out of respect for other people, his craft, his teammates, all of all of that, and to get football going. That there's nothing to not respect about that. Even if you disagree, at least do the right thing by other people. Well, this is this is what I, I wanted to do, and we have some longer cuts for the simple fact of I believe that Kirk Cousins had comments that were taken out of context, or the con the the comments that were used as headlines were uh, did not tell the whole story of the conversation. So this is part of the Kirk Cousins interview that, again, he had on the 10 Questions with Kyle Brandt podcast. This is the first part about it and Kirk Cousins weighing in on coronavirus and COVID-19. I want to respect what other people's concerns are. But for me personally, if you're just talking, no one else can get the virus. What is your concern if you could get it? I, I would say I'm, I'm going to go about my daily life. If I get it, I'm going to ride it out. I'm going to let nature do its course. Uh, survival of the fittest kind of an approach and just say, yeah. if it knocks me out, it knocks me out. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be okay. Uh, you know, even if I die, if I die, I die. I kind of have peace about that. So that's, that's really where I fall on it. So my opinion, you know, wearing a mask and, and is really about being respectful to other people. It really has nothing to do with my own personal, personal thoughts. And what has happened, at least with that comment, you heard you heard a good portion of it, and you heard that last line, but what was taking out was the, and, and you made reference to Rocky IV, it's the, you know, if I die, I die sort of uh, aspect, and that's what was, was brought up by Kirk Cousins, and also the the headline was taken out of, um, you know, he's, he's at peace with it, he's, he's good with having it. But what really should have been brought out is that last part, because I think we all look at the virus in a different way. George, I think you and I have a lot of similar thoughts on and feelings about COVID-19, but I'm not sure if every single thing that we, you know, believe in is the same. And I'm sure that we disagree on some things. And there, there are things that uh, people just have different disagreements, whether it be on a small scale, like maybe on ours, or even on a larger scale. But the point is, is the respect 
factor that Kirk Cousins uh, mentioned at the end, I just think was a really, really big part. And I, and I was actually glad to see other people coming to his defense, even though they might not have shared his belief on how on what the virus does. Yeah. It, okay. The, the biggest thing is the respect for other people. I think that that is the, the part that has to be harped on. But if you have ever, you know, read about Kirk Cousins, his faith is a big thing for him. And I think that that was the underlying thing about him saying, if I die, I die. I think it was saying that he has peace surrounding his faith and where he believes that he's going if he dies. So I, so I, so I think that it's that element of that idea with a lot of people of faith, including myself, is that you don't have to necessarily fear death because you because you have an expectation of what's going to happen. And I think that that's what not to put words in his mouth, but if hearing Kirk Cousins talk about his faith in previous occasions, I think that that's what it's more surrounding than just a cavalier attitude surrounding the coronavirus. And that's what allows him to be respectful of, of others, which if other people have been doing for for months, then it's possible that we would not be in the same situation and we wouldn't have as much, you know, tension out in the world and divisiveness as it relates to it. If it's like, hold up, let me just be respectful of other people. This too shall pass and then we'll we'll get back to normal. Agreed. And and that is and there's a big part of it. And that's why, you know, the headlines that we saw on Twitter are a reason for the divide, because here, you know, in the, in the term fake news has become so popular over the last four years. This is where stuff like that happens, where you do really want to listen to the whole thing. I want to play more of what Kirk Cousins said with Kyle Brandt because he went even further in talking about dealing with his teammates. This was Kirk Cousins on the Ringer podcast, 10 questions with Kyle Brandt. I want to respect what other people's concerns are. But for me personally, if you're just talking, no one else can get the virus. What is your concern? If you could get it, I I would say I'm going to, I'm going to go about my daily life. And Kyle, I think posed him the question of like on a scale of one to 10, where are you on, you know, the safety? And he said, and I may have left a couple of zeros out, but point zero 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 one percent He is, he is not worried at all, but he was also then, uh, uh posed another question about uh, dealing with the huddle or what is happening with other teammates who may have uh, some of those same feelings or different feelings, excuse me. He was asked in the huddle if there's somebody who's, you know, afraid of, of sneezing or, or afraid of COVID. And if, if, you know, if he sneezes or if somebody sneezes, how would everybody end up, res- you know, be responding to it? And, and, and this, was, this was Kirk Cousins in, in, in dealing with a situation like that. I even think within the building there's going to be a dichotomy of – People who couldn't care less about the virus, have no concern about it, have never lost a minute of sleep about it. And then you get people on the other side of the spectrum who every second of every day they're mm-hmm. consumed with fear about it. There's, it's We talk about this world, George, and Kirk Cousins is saying, hey, on this football team, you know, like in this little small little sample, we are having those sort of things. But again, goes back to the point of Kirk Cousins saying, hey, I'm going to wear the mask uh, because I respect 
the other people and how they feel. I may not believe this or I don't feel that I'm at risk or I don't feel it's as big of an issue as as maybe other people do. But out of respect for them, I'm going to wear the mask. And I think that is a huge, huge message to anybody who wants to listen to the whole thing that Kirk Cousins said. It's not if I die, if I die, or that I hardly, I don't believe in any of this, or I'm good with this, and if I have to deal with it, it's the whole respect matter that ends up getting lost in all this. Yep. <clears throat> yep. <laughs> I mean, it's just basic human decency, and, and I think a lot of times we get caught up in in selfish attitudes and if you are a and if you are an athlete particularly a quarterback you have to lead your team through this situation because there are going to be guys on an NFL roster when you're dealing with 53 plus the well 53 active plus the guys on the uh who aren't active that week you're up to 60 plus the practice squad guys you're up to 70 guys Everybody's not going to be happy with their role on the team. And when you get people who drink, uh, uh, smoke, they're uh, upset or bothered, you know, people don't make great decisions when they're emotionally heightened. They're not happy about their playing time. They get in a fight with their wife. They get, you know, uh, argument with a family member, somebody sick. You know, you go through regular things that emotional that 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 people go through and then that can affect some of your decision making where you're saying i just need to get away for a minute let me cope and if you don't have and if you're not responsible in those moments then then you can take down your whole team by getting the virus and spreading it and potentially mess up the entire season so as the quarterback especially you have to lead your team through it you have to say look i don't care what your beliefs are i believe x y and z but I'm wearing a mask because that's the right thing to do in this moment for everybody else so we can play ball. And that's all it's about. We are we are we are uh workmates. Some of us are friends, but we all have a collective goal which is to get our checks and maybe win a championship if we get that far. But let's do the right thing for each other and the quarterback has to lead the way. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Beyer. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, just the, you know, the the whole podcast was an hour long that he did, but it's those two minutes that end up uh, grabbing the headlines. And I wish more people would follow Kirk Cousins' lead, no matter what you believe, because it isn't it isn't as cut and dry of just two sides of everything. And I, I I'll tell you, I go to the, I go to the you know, driving range where I like to play golf uh, in 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 our area here, George. And there's about seven stalls. They're they're spaced out more than they were prior to the pandemic. But there are places where, or in times when there's one person out of the seven there that's wearing a mask, and it's me. You know, and so I'm I'm the one that's kind of looked at different. But I would hope that people there's we talk about mask shaming and how you feel about all these things. It's odd. It's odd when you're like, I get that, you get that, but I think if we all at least had had the the wherewithal that Kirk Cousins does in in the respect of other people in doing it, no matter what you believe, I I think to your point, we wouldn't have this sort of angst and the drama that we end up having uh, when you're when you're trying to enter stores or not trying to enter stores. That's all it is. It's always been about respect, but it always seems to get covered in other different places. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years 
and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. 
and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Byer sitting in for Doug today. Today's show is brought to you by NHTSA. Everyone knows about the risks of drunk, of driving drunk. People could get hurt or killed. You could get arrested, incur huge legal expenses, or even lose your job. If you think drunk driving is no big deal, you couldn't be more wrong. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by NHTSA. We are sitting in for Doug on this Wednesday. We're going to hear from Doug coming up in about 30 minutes or so as he was in for Colin Cowherd today on The Herd on Fox Sports Radio. So we'll get Doug in about 30 minutes. Right now, we talk NFL with former NFL scout. You see him on the NFL Network, and he's also the radio analyst for the Los Angeles Chargers broadcast. Daniel Jeremiah joins us here on Fox Sports Radio. Hey, Daniel, how's your day going? Oh, it's going great. How are you guys doing? Doing doing well. Let's uh, let's start off with the team that you are the radio analyst for in the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, I, I George and I actually talked about this yesterday. If it's right to feel bad for another fan base, and I just I, I just feel awful for the Chargers because if there's the theory of injuries even out in the National Football League may seem to relate to the other 31 teams, but it doesn't <laughs> seem to relate to the Chargers. How? Uh, how big of a blow is this? And, and that seems like an understatement to, to just even answer that question. But um, what does this mean for the Chargers defense in 2020 with him being out? Well, I mean, if you look at it, Joey Bosa signed the the, uh, the biggest contract for a defensive player uh, in the National Football League over the offseason. And I would argue that Derwin James is a more valuable player on the defense. So that, that tells you just how talented he is, how good he is, and how irreplaceable he is. There's just not many guys that, that that are walking around at that size with his uh, speed and athleticism that can that can line up anywhere on the field and make plays. So you're not going to be able to replace him with just one guy. Now the good news is they, they do feel like they've got some versatility uh, in the back end with guys like Desmond King who can who can play some safety. They drafted a kid in the Sierra Adderley last year who just needed to grow up a little bit. It sounds like he has. He's very talented. Um, who could play kind of as that that high safety, the free safety role, which would allow Rayshon Jenkins to drop down and, and play some strong safety. So, I mean, look, they, they can line up and play, and the rest of their defense is talented. I mean, everywhere up front with pass rushers and uh, Kenneth Murray, the, the rookie linebacker, is going to be a great player next to your tranquil. They've got corners, but there's just there's nobody else like Derwin James. So, yeah, they're absolutely going to miss him. If – well, Derwin Derwin James obviously came in played really well as a rookie. He's been out, you know. He spent a lot of time out. Is there any concern about his future and within the Chargers organization? Well, I mean, I think you obviously you'd be concerned. He missed ten games last year, and he's going to miss this year in its entirety. So that's almost two straight years you go without seeing him out there. So you know, I haven't talked to anybody inside the building about that about. 
you know, your concerns going forward. I think it definitely, though, is uh, is something you have to factor in in the team building process going forward. You gotta you gotta make sure you continue to add depth there um, and, and and be prepared in case something like this were to happen. You know, uh, God forbid for a third year in a row. So I think you gotta cover your bases there as an organization and be smart about it. But uh, you know, the hope is that these things are unrelated. You know, with the, with the meniscus on this one and had the the foot issue last year. So at least it's not, you know, a deal where you've got a, a chronic injury. So that's, that's at least a little bit encouraging, but and at the end of the day, I just feel bad, terrible for him. I mean, because he, if you've seen him play, you know how passionate he is and how much energy he brings. Uh, he, he really, really loves this game and to have it taken away for basically two years in a row here is just brutal. Daniel Jeremiah joining us here on the Doug Gottlieb show on Fox sports radio. He's the six year NFL vet, George Reister. I'm Dan Byer sitting in for Doug today. I got one more on the bolts just because Terod Taylor was named the week one starter, not a, a surprise at all, but what is their plan with Justin Herbert? We saw in hard knocks last night, Anthony Lynn giving him great praise and then saying, you know, we were glad to see him struggle because we put a little bit more on him. What is their plan for him in 2020? Well, I think the perfect plan would be that he, you know, just sits and watches Tyrod Taylor play the whole season. I mean, that to me would be the perfect plan. Um, you know, you look inside the division, and I'm not comparing him to Patrick Mahomes, but, you know, Mahomes having that whole year to sit and, and learn. Um, you know, maybe you get a start at the end of the year like he did against uh, the Broncos. But I think that served him really well, and I think the, you know, with the unique circumstance this year with, with the lack of an off season. I think you'd be a little bit more cautious and patient with uh, with a rookie quarterback. You know, Cincinnati's in a different deal when you take Burrow with the first overall pick. But I expect, you know, with the Dolphins, with Tua, and, and the Chargers here, uh, with Herbert, I, I expect we're going to see them be very, very patient. And if it goes to, to plan, I don't know if we see either one of them. Um, if, Daniel, if, if you're looking at, I, I guess, what's the expectation – for Justin Herbert, Ty, Tyrod Taylor, uh, for this upcoming season, as far as it, does Anthony Lynn expect to ride with Tyrod the whole entire season, or does he expect Justin Herbert to get in there at some point in time? I think the plan is that, that Tyrod plays well, and he's played well. Uh, Coach Lynn there in Buffalo and then went to the playoffs, and I think that this is kind of a similar formula that they're going to try and uh, use, which is going to be play great defense, let those pass rushers get after, uh, run the football. You know, you see some new some new things in the run game now. With with Rivers not there, you'll see the quarterback with Tyrod get a little bit more involved in the run game. I think that's what they want to do is try and shrink games, shorten games, and uh, and try and see if they can't get you know nine nine ten wins and try and get into the postseason. But you know, with Justin Herbert. I think you, you kind of everybody has their plan, right? That's the old Mike Tyson thing. Everybody has a plan until they get hit in the face. I mean, the plan would be that he's going to sit and wait, and you're going to win games. But you know, if you start out slow in the first five or six weeks, and you you look up and you're one and five, then I think that would accelerate that whole process. Daniel Jeremiah joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. You mentioned Joe Burrow, and George and I were talking even on yesterday's show. I, this was on the heels of the the Mixon extension. And I like the pieces that are around him. I mean, is this how big of a jump? And I know when you win one game, there is nowhere to go pretty much except up. But but what do we expect from a Bengals team that, you know, now has a healthy A.J. Green that didn't play last year? Tyler Boyd, you get Jonah Williams back. Uh, what sort of leap could we see from Cincinnati with, with Burrow under center? Well, I think they do have some good pieces around him. And, and really, if you kind of look at quarterbacks that have gone 1-1, I think 
this is one of the more talented offenses that a, that a rookie would walk into that was picked first overall. So there's a lot of encouraging things there. The discouraging part, I would say, is that you look at the division in which they play. Um, and you're going to get two games with the Ravens, two games with the Steelers, and two games with the Browns, who are very talented. So that, to me, is tough. I mean, it is a brutal division for a young quarterback to try and get comfortable um, so, you know, I, I think that I think you're going to see that group get better as the year goes along. And I, I would anticipate by the end of the season, they could be one of those teams you don't want to play. Mm-hmm. But I just think that the learning curve for a young quarterback with no offseason, even when he's surrounded by some great players, I would imagine it's going to take a while for him to get comfortable. Um, when, when, when you're looking at the landscape of, of the, of what's going on with the New England Patriots, I have, we've seen videos of Cam Newton dancing. We have seen, you know, but I know former Patriot players and this seems <laughs> abnormal from how Bill Belichick normally handles things. Like what is going on? Is he letting Cam be Cam? I, I am so perplexed. I was thinking about this. Um, the, the, uh, I guess would be to the Ravens, right? If you look at the Ravens, they want to go with Joe Flacco the postseason a bunch and they kind of start to, to hit a lull and so they bring in Lamar Jackson and you know nobody disputes the success that you had there uh with Joe Flacco but now this is a total different energy it's just a total different way of doing things now obviously Tom Brady is well beyond uh, uh Joe Flacco and his accomplishments but it feels like kind of Cam has brought a little bit of a new energy to that group and they're going to be able to do things offensively that they've never been able to do before and be creative. And uh, I think there's some excitement about that and what that could look like. It um, doesn't necessarily guarantee you're going to have the same success that, that Baltimore was able to enjoy. Um, but I, I do think there's something to, to bring in a, a little bit of change and a new energy to that organization. I, you see him dancing, you're right. It looks, it's not, not a time I can remember watching a New England Patriots practice and use the word fun as much as we've used it watching camp. Daniel Jeremiah joining us here on the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio, former NFL scout, and now on the NFL Network. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Beyer in for Doug. So Leonard Fournette gets cut. Where is a fit for Leonard Fournette? Uh, We heard Sean McVay say they think that they're pretty good at running back, uh, even though they've moved on from Todd Gurley. We know Cam Akers is there and others. Where is a fit for Leonard Fournette uh, now that he's a free agent? I actually, I actually like the a fit inside the division. Believe it or not, and I know obviously you've got uh, the big dog there and Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. But if Derrick Henry gets hurt, you know they got Darrington Evans, who went to my to my school, to Appalachian State. He's a real athletic kid who can really catch the ball in the backfield. They're not going to be able to just lean and wear on people and pound people. Uh, if something were to happen to Derrick Henry. So if there truly is no market and he went unclaimed and he's still out there right now. I'm the Tennessee Titans, man. That's a heck of an insurance policy to have in case Derrick Henry were to go down for a couple games. You don't have to change what you do. You can you can still be that downhill rushing team uh, with a big 240-pound power back back there. So uh, that one actually makes a little sense to me. But, you know, anytime we have a player that has ability like, like Fournette does that, that goes unclaimed and that you see him just kind of hanging out there right now, it begs the question of, you know, what, what do they know that we don't know? Um, and that that doesn't have anything to do with him as a player because as a player he should be on a team. Daniel Jeremiah, the NFL Network former NFL scout, joins us here weekly on the Doug Gottlieb Show, the Chargers radio analyst as well. Uh, Move the Sticks podcast. It's where you can find him on Twitter at Move the Sticks. We appreciate the time, Daniel. Talk to you next week. Thanks so much. All right, guys. Take care. Bye.
He's George Reister. I'm Dan Beyer. This is Fox Sports Radio on the Doug Gottlieb Show. You know, one other point on Fournette. It's, I mean, with Doug Marone coming out and saying publicly that they tried to give the guy away and just couldn't do it. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, that's, that's, you know, that's not a great sign. See, we talked about that, though, is that for Fournette, yes, he does have to take some personal responsibility, but the Jaguars them, themselves have to take some responsibility because they have not done a good job of surrounding their young players with with talent. And, well, sorry, with, with coaches who can groom them, supporting them emotionally, physically, uh, all of that. Because uh, we uh, talked talked about it the other day, where since I was drafted in 2013, only Tyson Alualu of the first round draft picks by the Jaguars since 2003, only Tyson Alualu, Mercedes Lewis, and Reggie Williams have stayed with the team for at least five years. This goes from now to 2017. That looks at Justin Blackman gone. Luke Jokel, gone. Blake Bortles, Dante Fowler, Jalen Ramsey, Leonard Fournette, Blaine Gabbert, Eugene Monroe, Derek Harvey, Reggie Nelson, Matt Jones, Byron Leftwich. Dude, like when you miss with your first round draft picks, they get five year contracts. So if they aren't there for five years, it's not all there. You can't you can't tell me that all these dudes, some of them I played with, were not good enough players to be with your team. No, like like for instance, Jack Del Rio, when we were in Jacksonville, he did not make like Matt Jones, Reggie Williams, even when they weren't starting, go to special teams meetings, which then, uh, which is so important for, for young players, but we'll get into that in a, a minute. It's just, uh, just the coaches have not done a good job of supporting these young, young players. And I get where Leonard Fournette won't have people just jump in the trade for him, but somebody will sign him and hopefully he's in a better situation. We are going to hear a man from Lincoln, Nebraska, who, who is who? George, George. I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of turn this over to you to set this up because you can set up the the audio as it is. But uh, as I tease, there's a man in Lincoln, Nebraska that's mad and is uh, not going to take it anymore. Yeah, I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore, dude. It, in the era that we live in where people are outraged about everything, I am not sure whether this man was serious or not. <laughs> I, 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 oh, there's, I was going to say, um, I just had deja vu with Brian Fenley in my mind. But to your point of what, what we've got, uh, the, the, the fact of the matter is I think the guy was joking. I, I think when you hear this, that this this is not serious. I think that he has a point, but I think that he was joking. D- don't you? Yeah. Um, sort of. Uh, uh, okay. But but he but he may <laughs> okay. have been serious. So we need some levity in the world that we live in now. And so there was a man who goes up into the Lincoln, Nebraska City Council, and he wants them to remove. That he wants our youth to stop being lied to, stop being given misinformation and just believing everything that they read. So he makes his attempt to plead 
with with everybody to with the city council to change something that needs to be changed. And the the best part about the video, hopefully that we get a chance to hear it, is that the people start laughing at him and he turn turns around and is like, yo, I'm speaking here. I'm being serious. <laughs> Don't give it away. Let let's okay. hear it. Let Andrew okay. Christensen is the guy from Lincoln, Nebraska. Let's hear it. Lincoln has the opportunity to be a social leader in this country. We have been casually ignoring a problem that has gotten so out of control that our children are throwing around names and words without even understanding their true meaning and treating things as, as though they're normal. I go into nice family restaurants and I see people throwing this name around and pretending as though everything is just fine. I'm talking about boneless chicken wings. I propose that we as a city remove the... Excuse me, I'm trying to... Yeah. Excuse me. Sure. Come on. I propose that we rename boneless wings in the city of Lincoln. We can call them buffalo-style chicken tenders. We can call them wet tenders. We can call them saucy nugs or trash. We can take these steps and show the country that where we stand and that we understand that we've been living a lie for far too long. And we know it because we feel it in our bones. Oh, there it is. That's a great way to do it. By the way, he knew Saucy Nugs was a good line, so he put it between the wet tenders and trash because he knew it needed to rise above the two. This was <laughs> there's there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong about what he said. It's just oh man, that's some good stuff. That was this great. This is the definition of shooting your shot because if I were Buffalo Wild Wings, if I were, you know, uh, windy, spicy nuggets or whoever has some, you know, or or Wingstop or wh whatever any of these big chains are, I would do a background check on this dude to make sure that he's not, you know what I mean, like a, a, a registered offender or has like a sketchy past. And then I'm hiring him to be our spokesman because he's clearly at least passionate enough to go in front of the city council and do this. So then yes, like you can make all types of commercials and videos of him going out and advocating for, for like a change on the, on the menu. Like this is his opportunity. And this is why you should always shoot your shot except for in the end of the game with the Utah Jazz versus the <laughs> Tory Craig. Well, I'll say this: I, I've in in my uh, aging years, I uh, believe that tenders are the better route than what we would call boneless wings, or if you want to say nuggets. The tender is the much better option, even with sauce. It's a much better like nowadays. I mean, you go to you go to some spots and it's just the same cubed meat whatever it's made up of rolled up with i mean the tender seems to me Correct. to be the better option than the nugget when you have a chance to come down to these two entities yes. that do not have bones yes you are a hundred percent right yeah. because chickens don't have nuggets yeah. just, to be, just to be honest with you. i mean and, and when you the I, I am a person. I I have a garden in my in my backyard, a hydroponic garden where we grow uh, watermelons, t uh, tomatoes, cucumbers, lettuce, also peppers, all sorts of things back there that we use in our in our everyday food. So I am as an athlete, like a former athlete, like I want to eat clean. I want to uh, use these 
use my food as fuel and but i also like it to taste good and all that stuff but the idea like when i break open like a nugget and it's like it doesn't have the same consistency as a as a as breast meat or thigh meat or anything like that i'm turned off there you could get a 12 piece nugget or a 12 piece boneless wing and six of them are one shape and six of them are the other. I don't get that. I get how one tender may be longer than another, but I don't get how, like, like and I'm, I'm not talking about, like, round size. I'm talking about, like, one is round, one is flat, one is, like, there is no consistency whatever. When you actually have wings, you know that you have your flats or you have your drums. That, like that's, they're, they're always going to be like that. There may be some different uh, abnormalities to them. Maybe one's a little bigger, one's a little smaller, but you got the same. They're, they're basically one or the other. With tenders, it's the same thing. It's just a nice long strip, just maybe longer. But when you get the nuggets, it's the, it's the issue of you get a 12-piece. There could be a half dozen one way and a half dozen the other. And that is that. That is a no. That that's not a good situation because you eat the six that you really like to look at, and usually the ones that are smaller <laughs> to me. And then you leave the other ones to the end. But yeah, I, I it's tender's way better. He's got a, he's got a really really good point. Yeah. I don't know if if it's going to pass the city of Lincoln, but amazing. Hey, this this is how all these law all these cities get these random laws that, that you read about on a on a Reddit post every now and then. And you're like, oh, it's illegal to cut down a cactus in 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 Arizona. It's illegal to to hold a baby upside down in Lincoln, Nebraska. You know what I mean? Like you get all these random laws, and this is how they come about because people ran up to the to the city council. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. 
As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. I'm Dan Byer. He's six-year NFL vet George Reister sitting in for Doug today. Glad to have you with us. You can tweet us. I'm at Dan Byer on Fox. You can get George at George Reister. Doug was not in today because Doug was in for Colin Cowherd on The Herd earlier today on Fox Sports Radio. And we're going to hear Doug uh, from Doug right now in a segment we like to call. And now. <laughs> what does the fuck say? And George, this was Doug earlier today weighing in on the drama between the Saints and Alvin Kamara as the sides are apparently back together again. This was Doug earlier today. Life comes at you fast. And though it's been reported that he didn't ask for Christian McCaffrey money, this is a problem with so many running backs is they massively, massively overplay their hand. But what the Saints did yesterday was call his bluff, Alvin Kamara's bluff. And they've still kind of left it out there. 
Because at the end of the day, if you don't want to play football, if you don't want to negotiate in real good faith and understand that he's a very good hybrid back, but he's not a bell cow, and you're not going to throw to him 100 times a year, and he hasn't stayed healthy long enough. Outside of, outside of the fact that he doesn't catch 100 balls and he doesn't rush for over 1,000 yards, he's exactly like Christian McCaffrey and deserves Christian McCaffrey money. And the only way to truly negotiate is to threaten to walk out that door or send a guy out that door, which is what the Saints did yesterday. That was from Doug. You laughed, George. Why did you laugh during Doug's take on Alvin Kamara? Because he was right, man. He he said except for the 1,000 yards receiving, 1,000 yards rushing, that he's just like Alvin Kamara. And you can't come off of a bad – so Alvin uh, – um, Christian McCaffrey, his deal, which I which people thought was a terrible deal, he got overpaid, all of this stuff. I thought it was a great deal for the Panthers because of the upcoming TV contract money. This is all before COVID, the upcoming TV contract money because then that was going to be a middle-of-the-road deal – or or at the very top of the market still as as that new money and the salary cap goes up 30 40 50 million dollars which is going to change how people are are paid but Alvin Kamara's coming off of a bad season and if you're the Saints you're saying all right look we're not going to pay you this kind of money but the problem that the Saints had so I agree with all of that but the problem, like where the Saints made their fatal flaw, was paying Taysom Hill $10 million. Because if you are Alvin Kamara, even though you came off a bad year, uh, you haven't carried the whole load yourself, even though you believe that you can. They paid Taysom Hill $10 million inexplicably. He's not their future at quarterback. He's only thrown like six passes it, it's just not a it's just not a good idea and as a player you're like uh I don't want to be paid near what you gave that guy I want to be paid near toward the top of the market and if you are Alvin Kamara I would have waited until after this season because then the TV money you're going to have a better idea of what happens then Play out, get your get big cash in the offseason. Well, that's that's the issue, and that's why I don't I don't think that Christian McCaffrey is even a part of this because Alvin Kamara is not a first round pick, so there was no opportunity for them to exercise his option. I think that Alvin Kamara, this was the only time that he could do this. He's his contract is up at the end of this season, likely headed for a tag situation if you are the Saints. Uh, going forward but like the Dallas Cowboys and like Ezekiel Elliott who forced the Cowboys hand you know that Jerry Jones wants to win and wanted to win now so when Dak Prescott wanted to get his money and Amari Cooper wanted to get his money all of a sudden Ezekiel Elliott skips in line and says uh yeah I'd like my money too and Jerry Jones knew what drove that team and Ezekiel Elliott got his money now this didn't work for the Saints but I think that the Saints are much more like the Dallas Cowboys in their win-now mode because they gave Taysom Hill $10 million, because Drew Brees is only under contract uh, through 2021, that now is the only time for Alvin Kamara to do it. They did call his bluff, didn't work, it didn't uh, necessarily work in Kamara's favor, but I think it's much more like what Ezekiel Elliott had in Dallas with a team that wants to win now as opposed to trying to get Christian McCaffrey money from the Carolina Panthers. 
I think that he did it because this was his only opportunity to do so, and he's on a team that feels that they can win a Super Bowl this year and feel that he's a big part of it, and that's why I think he did it. Yeah, and the Saints clearly showed, like, all right, well, we will trade you if that's the case because we're not going to have an unhappy player here trying to disturb what we have going. And had had Alvin Kamara rushed for 1,200 yards and caught for another 700 last year, which is our good back numbers, like upper-tier back numbers, he would have no problem getting paid if he pulled this now. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at first first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.